I'd like to be in a porn boutique with an octopus massaging on a cow. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> I don't know where else you're going with that, but I'm That's happy with that. That's all I had. All right, Steve Jared. Swanson from, from this podcast. That's what I'm from. Oh, yeah, pretty much at this point. Jared? Uh, Jared. Yeah, that's me from Muppet Mindset, MuppetMindset.com. Type in Muppet Mindset and Google will come up. All right. And with that, I'm J.D. Hansel, and I love singing and dancing. (laughs) You think there's a better one than that? No, I think that's great. All right. right. Well, you got to run, right, Jared? All right. Hey, Jared, thank you so much, man. He bought it. He's gone. Oh, Gosh, thank goodness. All right. <sighs> now that we can start um, the real show, where would you like to begin, yes. Steve? Um, let's start here. Hey, JD? Yeah, Steve? Did you come out to California recently? No, that wasn't me. I think that was um, Ryan Dozier. Oh, no, he lives here. Oh, he lives well, here. no, not yeah. that Ryan Dozier. Oh, no, the, the up and coming. Well, he hasn't been born yet. So unless No, he this is a different one from of- that one. Oh, oh, this is, so this is Ryan Franklin Dozier. Yes. I see. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm not talking about him. No. Oh, are you talking uh, about I'm me talking... when I came to see you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you? Oh, we saw California funny. together. We saw the because... whole state of California. Yeah. And it's funny because you left out so many things in your account of what you did out here. And I thought... That oh. we just might set the record straight a little bit. Oh, I knew this was coming. I was afraid of this. You okay. did know this was coming. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yeah. Where would you like to start, Hansel? Well, I guess it's only fair that we start in the second happiest place on Earth. Oh, you mean uh, at the Skirball Center? Yes, I mean at the, not, not at the other place. No, at the Skirball Center. Yes, exactly. You scuzzy skirball, you. Hey, mind See, your it's, language. It's, good. it's just good. We're going to keep that. Scuzzy uh, skirball? Yeah. yeah that, it's like a fraggle. He's like, it's the fraggle villain. <laughs> That's the villain in the fraggle movie. That's <gasps> going to be... Okay, so if it, we are now establishing this. This is going on, Mike. It's going on record. Let it be known that when I, J.D. Hansel, someday revive the Jim Henson Company when I write and direct the Fraggle Rock movie, the villain will be Fuzzy Skirball. Yes. Or no, Scuzzy Skirball. Skirball. That's better. Yes, I, yes, you, sorry. Yes. I didn't mean to get okay. that wrong. Scuzzy Skirball will be the but name. But until that guy shows up... Yeah. I, I think... The, we went to the second happiest place on Earth, the Skirball Center, where to they see have, the Jim Henson exhibit. Yes. An imagination Unlimited. Because they've right. run out of adjectives to attach to imagination. Right. They had a limited vocabulary to... Anyway. So... <laughs> You you left out a couple of people that you were there with. I was, you and I went. I I, um, I I don't know who I left out per se, or at least I didn't try I to was, exclude anyone. I was just you know. I was instructed to remind you that uh, you were also there with Candace and her daughter Kennedy, who you will remember from earlier episodes of the Muppet Madness tournament episode. When she says Guy Smiley's name like this. Guy Smiley. Haha, you have to find it now. No! I don't have that clip. (laughs) Only you would have that clip. I don't have it. You edited those shows. Uh, Anyways, 
she wanted me to remind you that uh, she was a big part of that trip too. She had she was. so actually, uh, we, you and I, had seen many of the things in that exhibit, and I think you've mentioned this before. It was it was well, an okay exhibit. It's it's not uh, it's not Atlanta, but you know, for a traveling exhibit, it's 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 okay. It's got some fun stuff, right? I I I would say that it actually has a lot of great stuff. Like I yeah, was, I was yeah. really impressed by the things that I saw there. I saw a lot in this exhibit that I had never seen before. I was really surprised to see it, and I thought it was super cool. We got to puppeteer a little bit we, to that, that uh, the I, soundtrack from a Salmon Friends that I song. had seen before. I was aware of that. Yes, uh, Grover was there. I love me some Grover, yep. Fozzie, Bunsen and Beaker. There was a, a Muppet show. There was not a Fozzie. There was not a Fozzie. There was not a Fozzie. Oh, there was a scooter. There was that's a scooter. Fozzie yeah, was yeah, at yeah. the Center for Puppetry Arts in Atlanta. Yeah, that's right. You're getting that's confused Atlanta. because we were just there, the two of us. Remember how we just went to Atlanta in... Just um, a couple weeks ago, I in know. In 2015, I know, yes. yeah. Yes, 2015, all those weeks ago, yes. Uh, so uh, there was... Uh, now, you, you also failed to mention, folks, I know he's a little embarrassed about this, but JD actually broke down in tears when he saw David Bowie's codpiece in person. I know you didn't really want to say that but i've, uh, I've been afraid to, to admit sad. it but i have just been so in awe of that work of craftsmanship when i saw its beauty like see the thing i is, mean i will say it it hooks you literally it hooks you and you can't get away from looking at it. it's it's a really powerful thing um it is in fact i dare say it reminds me of the babe um Ooh. now <laughs> you didn't take the bait but i'm actually very much okay with that so yeah they, we in, didn't need to do that interestingly they had the costume uh sort of they had jareth's costume from the ballroom scene and sarah's costume from the ballroom scene standing across from each other spinning around on a platform a rotating platform which was cool almost like they were dancing almost like they were dancing and it was cool because what happens is you're looking at the cod piece and you think you understand how big it is, but then it starts rotating around and you get the side view. And when you think and you've gotten the bigger. full side view, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And you're like, oh my gosh, I thought like I was in profile illusion. two seconds ago. It keeps going. It's really something special. It's really it's quite <laughs> remarkable. In fact, I'm, I, work of art. I kid you not, in my current cut of my video essay, which is nearly all of it's done. I use some video from that exhibit of the rotating platform with, with nice. David Bowie's codpiece. Um, Very nice. So there's a lot that I like about this exhibit, but where were you going with this, Steve? Yes. I'm actually going as David Bowie's codpiece for Halloween this year. Really? Uh, That's not quite what yeah. I meant, but wow. You're not going to do the whole gonna, costume? You're just going to do... No, it's just going to be a giant codpiece. It's a homemade costume. Uh, I'm, I'm actually starting to work on it now. So uh, Wow. So there's that. So... Um, also well, you know, talking... I'm, I'm actually going to be going as Toby. So oh, that'll be good. I, I'm just going to have to shave everything everywhere. Yeah. All the yeah. hair's got to go. All the beard's got to go. And then just the full, the full suit. And I figure if the costume doesn't work out all that well, um, my backup plan can be where's Waldo. Oh, that's true. That'll be a great Tinder picture, by the way. So, yeah. Let's talk about the real happiest place on earth. If you don't have anything left from the okay. uh, Scuzzy no, Skirball Center, I have so. Oh, I have something left from the Scuzzy Skirball Center. Oh, okay. What do you have? What do you have? I'm freaking annoyed with the Scuzzy Skirball Center because you. I've seen two great Jim Henson exhibits before that are kind of similar to this. There's the one we mentioned before yeah, that we saw yeah. in Atlanta in 2015, and then there's the one at the Museum of the Moving Image in New York. 
I've seen both Correct. of those. Yes. Those are both great. And in many respects, this one at the Skirball is great. But here's the thing. You mentioned that we had Kennedy with us. We had a child with us, which is fun. Someone who to whom the Muppets are quite new. Yeah. Someone to whom the Muppets are especially magical. And uh, she's a great kid, but she's an excited one. She's a very active one. And so when, well, she yes, sees, that's also true. when she sees a puppet character that she likes, she wants to run up to it. Now, here's the thing. When you go to the Museum of the Moving Image, they have carefully laid out the design of that exhibit with a lot of walls and a lot of corners. So when you're walking up to Kermit, you're just focused on Kermit in, in the Museum of the Moving Image. You're not very much focused on the Ralph the Dog puppet oh, that they I see tucked going with behind around a corner. You're not going to yeah. get too distracted by that. Then when you walk over to the Sesame Street section, they kind of have all of the Sesame Street stuff sort of tucked away around a bend. So you walk into the space where you're just focused on Big Bird. As you're walking towards the Sesame, you can kind of see some of the Muppet Show stuff that's over out of the corner of your eye in the next room. But you only kind of yeah. get a glimpse. It's a little doorway. And the main thing that you see is the Muppet Show sign and maybe some of the wall of monitors. Um, the, the monitors that play every episode of The Muppet Show at once, which is really cool, by the way. Um, it is really cool, yeah. And so then when you're in The Muppet Show section, you know, you kind of go through the doorway, you turn around a corner. Hey, they were hiding the Swedish chef right there around that corner. How cool is that? And then you just focus on all The Muppet Show characters. Then you kind of go through another little doorway and get some, and it reveals all of this other stuff, the Fraggle stuff, the Labyrinth stuff, the Dark Crystal stuff, everything the Henson Company still owns, basically. And it's very nice. It's like they have an understanding of the way that Disneyland likes the man to manage things, how they get you immersed in one space where you can focus on what's in front of you. And then they have all they these tightly great... control the sight lines. Yes. Like in Disneyland. So what, when... what you're saying, the, the problem with this is with the Skirball exhibit is you can clearly see how to get to Sesame Street. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. When you enter yes, that okay. exhibit, you run up to Kermit and then... You look over and you see Grover and you run over to Grover, especially if you're a kid. If you're a kid and you're active and you got energy and you love the Muppets and you want to run up to these characters, then you're just going to see one Muppet and run up to the next one. You're in the Sesame Street section. And before you can even notice the Sesame Street characters, you see Bunsen and Beaker ahead of you in the Muppet Show section mm -hmm. in this big gaping yeah. doorway right there. And it's like, well, OK, I wanted to focus on the Sesame Street stuff right now. But now I also want to run up and see Bunsen and Beaker. And so whatever space you're in, there's some other cool puppet from another production that's in your face like, hey, come over here. And so the effect that this has on not just children, but also to some extent people like me with, with ADD, um, is that you end up just kind of rushing through the exhibit. Like you just feel rushed through the whole time. It did feel very rushed through. I felt like we got done with it very quickly and all there's... And it felt weird. Now yeah. I see what you mean because there was all this cool stuff in there. And yeah, some of it I've seen before, but whatever. It's really neat whenever you get to see this stuff in person. So we're walking through and we see all this stuff and it's only been like 10 minutes. It's true. And you go like, wow, I feel like, like, am I the problem here? It's tr Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's how it feels because they have about yeah. the, same, they have about the yeah. same amount of stuff at Momai. It's about the same amount of stuff at Momai. That one takes 20 to 30 minutes to walk through because they set it up right, they manage the sight lines, and they get you focused on what you're supposed to be focused on at any given time. They don't overstimulate you. They don't zip you through that exhibit as fast as they can like they're trying to time you. 
They just carefully control it so that you're focused on what you're supposed to focus on and you're where you're supposed to be. Then you get to Skirball, and it's just, you can just see everything. It's like they might as well have just had a great big room with no walls where it was just here. All of the puppets are out everywhere. Find them. Like... They did, I mean, they gave it a, they did structure it with the walls so that there was a historical timeline. So you are going from one phase of Jim Henson's life to the next, but you just feel rushed through. You feel dragged through. As as soon as we were done, I'm like, I need to go through it again because I didn't pay attention to anything. Oh, I went through it like, yeah, two or three times. Yeah, we had to go through it. The content was good, but the layout was kind of problematic. Exactly. And if you bring a kid to a place where the layout is problematic like that, the kid's not going to want to go through a second time, which is tricky. No, they've done it. What's next? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's pretty much all I had to say about uh, about that. All right, there you go, there you go. Hey, JD. Yeah, Steve. Do you like Pirates of the Caribbean? I do like Pirates of the Caribbean. Do you? Do you really? I love Pirates of the Caribbean. Huh. Okay. All right. Hey, wh- wh- why did you only go on it once? Uh, Steve, stop it! Shut up. <laughs> no really shut up you know the line was insane that second day you're a dirty liar and you know it what do you mean i mean i know the real reason you didn't want to go on pirates a second time it was a reason you were a little iffy on going on pirates the first time okay that was also a factor fine that you didn't like the drop i didn't it's like not even a drop. drops it's it's a hill. Oh, it felt like a drop. It felt like I had just gone into the darkest place in hell, and then they just let go of me, and I'm just free-falling to my death. It was, ugh, like I'm clinging onto the seat for dear life during that little drop. Ugh, it would be one thing if I could see, but when it's in the dark, you just never know when it's going to end. Ladies and gentlemen, Pirates of the Caribbean. I hate drops sorry i'm i'm such a scaredy cat i'm so easily startled i get so horribly scared i'm afraid of insects i'm afraid of roller coasters i'm afraid of everything he wouldn't go in bugs land folks that's Uh, not true shut up (laughs) although i i will be honest with you i will never go on it's tough to be or into the attraction it's tough to be a bug ever in my life not a second time because the first time I did it, mm-hmm. when the little stingers come up in your seat, I was pretty young at the time, so I literally jumped out of my chair and grabbed oh my, my butt, which must have been hilarious to the people <sighs> behind me. Folks, this guy was impossible when he was out here. He doesn't drink or eat anything. I get why he says he's drinking tap water all the time now, because that's about it. Any food that was offered was nearly universally shunned, unless it was like, tap water or hot dogs or cheese we went to a great pizza place and you got a cheese pizza jd well what are you supposed to get on pizza we went to one of the oldest bars in hollywood and hey i I mean okay i admit hey an old-fashioned is a is a bit much you got me to drink for the first and only time in my life so you'd better be proud of that okay folks i had three goals for jd hansel Get him drunk, getting him, getting him in a fight, and well, I got him to have a couple drinks at least. So that's Candace. Actually, I think got you to have more than me. She did because because you drink she, like a girl. So that's she, why that happened. Because she knew better than to give me a freaking old fashioned as my first drink. You moron. <laughs> hey, that's whiskey, and as my mentor Ron Swanson says, 
clear liquid, clear liquor is for rich, rich women on diets. Shut up, you moron. Why do I <laughs> podcast with you? What's wrong with you? Don't hey, JD. You... Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to do. When you're going to be outside for a prolonged period of time in the sun, mm-hmm. what ought you probably do before spending a large appreciable amount of time out in the sun? Okay, so folks, for the first few days I spent with Steve, he had a thing of sunscreen in his car. So I could very easily apply that once we got to our destination. And I was very particular about it for those first first few days. Like, Steve, make this sure we've true. got the sunscreen. I need the sunscreen. I burn credit, so easily. Let's make sure we have the sunscreen. I'm going to need it. Then... All that is true. However... Was that one day... On... Was it Thursday? On day three... So I, I uh, was, was hanging out with JD for the first two of three days that he was going to spend in Disneyland. The third day... Some of us got to work, JD. I don't know if you know how the world works or anything, but I uh, I did have to go back to the office. I left JD in his own capable hands, thinking that he could handle this. I pick him up about 15 hours later. He get, I, What got into my car was a tomato with hair. It was so... I, I, it was funny to me. I know that you were in an extreme amount of pain. I was. He actually, when you got out of my car and were like walking bow legged, like you'd been on a horse all day (laughs) because you'd been walking through the parks and you were sunburned in pain. I mean, that's comedy. It's funny because it's not you or it's not me. It was you. So it was hilarious. I I gotta say. I know you were in so much pain. Steve was laughing so hard whenever I moved, (laughs) whenever I took a breath, anything I did would attract Steve's attention to the fact that I was waddling around because I had walked so much I had given myself a rash. And it wasn't even the sunburn that was hurting me that much. I was just totally tired as could be. Like, I, I, I've been burned so much so many times in my life, um, and also I've had sunburn. Mostly by women, but that's uh, yeah, not... Yeah, I was going to... Yes. We were thinking the same thing. Um, I I can deal with that kind of discomfort. That doesn't faze me much. It was... And I've, I've done a lot of walking. It was just that, for whatever reason, I walked too much the wrong way, and it hurt my legs in a weird way, and I was feeling sore and exhausted, so... <laughs> Uh, Luckily, that was near the end of the trip. Right. Somewhere you have a picture of me hunched over your countertop in the middle of the night in agony, having just popped painkillers, just standing there with my legs outstretched wide so it wouldn't hurt so much. Um, Oh, it is framed on my wall. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad. That's a good thing. Is there anything more interesting from the California trip you want to talk about, Steve? More Uh, fun for me. Um, Hey, JD? No, Steve. No, no, no. Just, 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 Just play with me. Hey, hey, JD. Yes, yeah, Steve. Do you own Kermit? No, I do not. You don't own Kermit? No, I do not. Huh? See, Steve, hey, I don't. I don't think anyone's going to get that joke. Do, 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 do you know who else doesn't own Kermit? Who else doesn't own Kermit? The Jim Henson Company true. doesn't own Kermit. That is true. They do not. And you know who reminded them of that fact, JD? Who? You did, as mm-hmm. a matter of fact. Folks, the, uh, 
Candace finally did it. She got JD good and drunk, and we were driving around Hollywood in the middle drunk. of the night, and JD insisted on jumping out of the car in front of the Jim Henson company and screaming into the gates at the top of his lungs. I had this on video. You don't own Kermit! And then ran like his little life depended on it. He wasn't sunburnt and legs broken yet. He was in... He, he, I don't know where you found all that strength, but that was probably one of the funniest moments of the whole trip. I will say what I'm most proud of from the trip is the moment... When partly because of the way that we filmed it. Now I will put a link to the video in the description of this podcast episode, obviously. But um, yeah, there is a video <laughs> in existence that just starts with a shot of the Henson Company logo, pans up to their statue of Kermit that doesn't make sense because the Henson Company doesn't own Kermit anymore, and then pans down to me in front of the gates shouting out, you don't own Kermit, and then booking it. And then sprinting I just away. Sprinted the away. The only thing that would have made it back. any funnier is if Brian Henson had poked his little head around the corner and said, who said that? It's true. You're ready for like a Wizard of Oz kind of, who's there? Um... <laughs> <laughs> like or, or better yet and I, there was so there was some poor kid working the box it was he was in it was it looked like a box office but the gates weren't open they weren't selling tickets or anything but there was someone kind of just there but their window was closed and they didn't they, there's probably idiots walking around there all the time anyways yeah i really wanted so desperately for brian henson to whip around the corner with a shotgun just like hey kid get off my lawn <laughs> you don't say that here Oh, because man. that's how Brian Henson talks. Um, right. But you know what uh, the we Henson saw? Company does not own what? What? You know what we saw when we were at at the Henson Company? What did we saw at the Henson Company? We say that again, Steve. What did we saw at the Henson Company? I hate you, Steve. Uh, we saw some previews, some exclusive previews that other people didn't get to see for the Jim Henson Company's new theme park to rival oh, Disneyland. Hensonland, the uh, third really happiest We're... place on earth. So, and it's weird because they they haven't done a whole lot of PR around this. They've they've talked a whole lot about the Happy Time Murders, um, right? Un unfortunately, but they, uh, yeah, Hensonland is a thing. It's coming and. Mm -hmm. um, I guess we're going to talk about it now, huh? Yeah, let's if you're up for it, if you're up for it right now, let's go through the rundown of some of the coming attractions. Are you ready? Okay. Uh well, yeah, uh, do you uh, uh let me let me rattle off a, a couple of the the top ones that I saw. Um the the layout is it's similar to a lot of theme parks. There's different lands and when you first come in, there's kind of like a main street area. Um so right at the at the front you can sign up for of course your guided studio tour with Craig Shemin. Yep. Um and uh, then they're off to the side again, kind of just like Disneyland. It's it's great moments with Mister Henson. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Now the thing about that attraction is, see, it it surprises you because you think it's going to be an animatronic Jim Henson, right? You think it's going to be animatronic Jim Henson saying some of his famous quotes from his life. Actually, once they get you in there, turns out it's just Brian Henson talking about his dad. <laughs> In fact, I, I think we have a clip, don't we? Don't we have a clip, Steve? Uh, I think so. Oh, yeah, here it is. You know, my father made the Dark Crystal <laughs> and worked with Brian Frown. <laughs> That's all I and need. The, That's all we need, folks. There you go. My father. Um, we've, we've hit, and then, we've of course, hit the, the exit. You know, well, the, the exit of uh, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, of course, features a lot of 
pictures of, of heroes in entertainment and science and, and athletics. Uh, turns out the, the exit of Great Moments with Mr. Henson just features a lot of hot pictures of Mia Sarah. It's true. So It's true. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, I'm impressed, but, and it's interesting because that actually segues you to the new exhibit that they have going on now. Uh, I'm, I'm actually really interested in this. It's in the Henson Museum. Well, I was going to say it's in the Henson Museum. Specifically, it's in the Jane Henson Museum. Uh, it's their new exhibit, What Even Is Farscape? So right. <laughs> if you've yes. ever wondered what even is Farscape, now is your this chance is, to know. You might actually find out. Yes. You just yes. might learn. Steve, what are some um, of the other highlights? Uh, well, there's over... So they don't have uh, Frontierland. They do have Riverbottom. True. Uh, where the the kids craft section where you can put your own hole in the wash tub. Wow. That's what Pa would have done. Absolutely what Pa would have done. Definitely. Right, right. Uh, and then just over uh, to the side of that, uh, because they had to find somewhere to put it, uh, it's not Great Thunder Mountain. It's the Dark Crystal Roller Slowster. Right. Yeah. They right, they tricky right. because you think it's going to be a roller coaster. It looks like it. You're going up the hill. You tick, think it's tick, going to be a tick, great tick, ride. Tick. Then as you start going down the hill and you're ready for it to go fast, it just keeps going tick, 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 tick. And it turns out that's the whole ride. That's the whole The whole ride, ride is that. Now, that it's be- you ride speed. through some beautiful oh, landscapes and everything. It's but gorgeous. it's just... Yeah. It's so slow the yeah. whole time. And so So it's it's interesting uh, because the track for the roller coaster, it's only about a quarter mile long. It takes two hours to ride the ride. So Right. And yet yeah. somehow they keep the lines down. I don't know how they do it. I, I don't know. Now, of course, they have some rides that are just fun for the kids. You know, it's tough to be a Henson, in which you learn about how difficult it is to, you know, run the Jim Henson company. It's it's tough. Right. Um It is tough. It is. Uh, a more fun one, though, that's a bit more zany is Mr. Wonkin's Wild Ride. It's great. Right, over in the, yes. You're in yeah. the coffee commercials, and the whole time, Wilkins is trying to kill you. Uh, mm-hmm. And in the end, he succeeds, and you go to hell, and they just drown you in Wilkins' coffee. And you just get off the ride. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. strange one, but you know what? For whatever reason, the kids like it. So, I mean, for it's I mean, not best for the really little kids. For the little kids, if they like moon bounces, they have, ooh. yeah, they have what's called the Bowie Bulge Bouncy House. Yes. Lots of fun. Lo- right, you can really dance magic dance on that. Sometimes uh, it's hard to keep it inflated, but uh, it's, it's usually up. So. Yep. Now, obviously, there are going to be some things that you're going to want to do without your children, um, just because they have some more adult-oriented attractions. So that's why they've created uh, Boober Fraggle's Hidey Hole, a place to store your kids. It's really that simple. You just rent out a little locker, keep your child in there, and then you can go on all the Happy Time Murders attractions. It's really nice. Right, and uh, of course also in Fraggle Land is uh, Mean Genie's Magic Carpet Ride. Yep. Uh, I, I heard they were going to make Gorgland, but they don't have the budget for that. Not, not yet, because they blew it all on the Doozer Tower of Terror. Yes, that's that's right. Um, funny because they also you forgot to mention in the labyrinth world, uh, as along with the Bowie Bulge Bouncy House, is the as the world falls down drop tower. That's true. They've got the two drop towers, and those towers uh, sort of segue you into the main labyrinth area, uh, which I think is really impressive. Talk about world building. They have the new Junk Land. Oh yes, featuring real California hobos now. It's true. They just added those last week. And it's just a whole vast landscape where they put all their garbage. Um, Talk about world building. Surprisingly, yeah. one of the cheaper areas to make. 
Uh, so you keep going through and you meet all of the all the junk people that they have walking around. And then at the very mm-hmm. end, uh, to sort of segue you into the Fraggle area, you meet Marjorie, who's sort of the queen of the junk land, Marjorie the trash mm-hmm. heap. Um, right. So which is sort of a big animatronic thing. Uh, so that was yes. cool. Um, and then, you, of course, you have the uh, the Henson Alternative Land with uh, Happy Time Murders Land coming, quote, next year. Yeah. Um, not sure what that means. Yeah. But, uh, it might I think off. I know. But, I but think um, I... funny enough, situated right next to that is the Great Henson PR Machine. Ooh, what's that? Well, it's a ride-through of uh, Henson history as told by Hensons, hosted by a frowning Lisa Henson. Ooh. So that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds... Uh, well, actually, and then, of course, nestled right in there too. Um, they're we're not they're building it, but they're not really sure what it's going to be. Uh, it's it's just called Heather Henson's Bird Thing. Yeah, as I understand it, it's sort of like a stork or something. Right, it's like a stork or a, a crane. Yeah, maybe it's a, um, a crane. I I don't know, like a, a ribbon. I think it's sort of like a rod and, puppet, but she's like, yeah. I think there's a drum circle in there somewhere. I I don't know. But um, it's it's quite a list. It's quite a list of attractions that are coming up here. Um, not sure say, when this is opening. My but my personal hmm. favorite is Journey into Imagination Illustrated with Karen Falk. Oh yes, that's right. I forgot it, about like, that. Like at the one. end, it's just like a dozen animatronic Karen Falks all singing together. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. fun stuff. Yes, yes. So, uh, so that's what I've got for Henson Land. Uh, I can't wait to go. I hope. I wonder if it'll ever be built. <laughs> um, uh, I believe they have plans to open it right after the release of the Fraggle Rock movie. Oh, okay. Well, you you do have to plan these things out. So yep. Priority. That that's probably good. That's probably good. So, and they'll just use the the money from probably most of the money coming in from the Fraggle Rock movie to fund yeah. the construction of Henson. I would I think imagine that's the plan. So it's definitely coming very soon. Yes, very yes, soon. It's We're looking be at forward about a, to it. A, about a block and a half of land space in the middle of Hollywood, and that's where they're going to fit everything in there. So, yeah, they're um, they're good so with the logistics. It's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's no room out here, man. I mean, you saw. Yeah. You know, it's just. Yeah. It's amazing. L.A. is a city with all the greatest stuff in the world, and yet it's the worst city ever because it's laid out terribly. Yes, it is. It is laid out terribly. There's no way to get to any of the cool stuff. Nope. And know where to park once you get it. So you've heard me rant about California now for as long as I've lived here. Now you kind of get it, right? Oh, now I completely get it. I'm not moving there, ever. No, no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. And yet you keep telling me I need to move out there. Yeah, you really do need to be here if you're going to be in film, JD. <sighs> well, which is it, Steve? Make up your mind. What's well, exactly what I said, JD. Hmm? I, I don't know how much, how clearer I could make myself. Oh, so I... It's, it, it's a terrible place to be. Right. And you have to be here. And with that, I think that brings us to the real end, I hope, of this oh, episode Lord, I hope so. of <sighs> Muppet Fans Talking. <sighs> Brought to you by Heather Henson's Bird Thing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I think we edited out, so I don't know that you heard it, but throughout the whole time when we were talking about Heather Henson's Bird Thing, which I know wasn't long, but believe me, in the outtake version, it's long. You need it's... to play it. Put put that in at the end. Okay. Let, let him hear that. That's yeah. we're, we're, we're complete morons, but you should hear it's this. It's true. Here's the worst part. We thought of all this stuff while we were together in California 
weeks ago. I've been giggling about Heather Henson's bird thing ever since. Oh, God, I've, no. I've gotten all my laughs out. I thought <sighs> I would be able to play it straight by now, and it still broke me. No, no, it's it's just great. All this stuff. It's absolutely wonderful. All this stuff. We we knew all these jokes weeks ago. It shouldn't be funny anymore. But the Bowie Bulge is. bouncy house, darn it. <laughs> I was surprised by how much you lost it with the anima- with the with the reveal that Great Moments with Mr. Henson was Brian Henson. I forgot about that you part. You forgot that part? Yes, I did. I but did. that's the whole thing that makes it funny. It's kind of funny with just an animatronic Jim Henson, but that's true. It's, it's way more funny with Brian Henson with act- not an animatronic, actually Brian Henson <laughs> is sitting in there. He just has a chair there. Right. That's always there. Mm-hmm. This, it this is, a, uh, sorry, it, folks. It doesn't this, play this, America the Beautiful. It plays Around the Universe. What's that? Around the Universe. The Fraggle Rock song. No, it's that song's called All Around the World. Well, whatever. I, I know what you mean. Uh, I, I like to think that instead of that attraction being broken down, it's just on break. yeah like they'll just put up a sign every now and again like brian henson's having lunch come back Mm -hmm. later yeah good times well steve uh you kind of already signed off and i would say tell them where to find you again but apparently you're just steve swanson of muppethub.com now i'm just a guy in a band now that's very exciting yeah and i got i got to see your band play when i was in california and that was great you did we forgot to mention that yeah yeah you got a great band there we spent a a great time in hollywood seeing all the sights seeing those stars on the hollywood walk of fame and the chinese theater and interestingly lots of places related to charlie chaplin he kind of became a thing yeah he did pretty well for himself a running theme like the whole time we were in la it's like we just kept bumping into chaplin stuff it's really something Mm -hmm. the guy got Mm -hmm. around yeah the guy got around so he got around we had a good time so I guess with that... You joined Scientology. We didn't mention that. That's true. I did join Scientology. I guess we we don't really have to go into that, but... Thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm J.D. Hansel, and I don't own Kermit. And there we go. And neither does Elmo. You can really dance magic dance on that. Sometimes uh, it's hard to keep it inflated. But uh, it's it's usually up, so. Yep, usually up. <laughs> <laughs> really, that's what love. That now you're gone. Uh, okay, okay. Um, give me a little bit. Here we go. So that's why they've created uh, Boober Fraggles Hidey Hole, which is a place to store your kids. You can rent a locker and just keep your child. I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Nestled right in there too. Um, they're, we're not, they're building it, but they're not really sure what it's going to be. Uh, it's, it's just called Heather Henson's bird thing. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It it seems like it's sort of like a, a stork. Is that <laughs> really, Steve? Really? Okay, hold on. I got it. I can do this. Okay. All right. I don't believe do you. You're gonna break again. Feed me again. No, I'm not. I'm not. I got it. I got it. Yeah, as I understand it, it's sort of like a stork or something. 
right? It's like a stork or a, a crane. Yeah, maybe it's a, um, a crane. I I don't know. Like a ribbon. I think it's sort of like a rod and, puppet, but she's like, yeah. I think there's a drum circle in there somewhere. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't... <gasps> Sorry. <sighs> but um, it's, it's quite a list. It, it's quite a list of attractions that are coming up here.